Welcome to Nerd Off, a weekly trivia podcast brought to you by Highball Trivia. Two contestants will face off in 10 categories. Each player will wager 10 or 20 points for their opponent on every question. If a player gets the question right, they get the points. If they get it wrong, their opponent gets the points. At the end of regulation, players will each face two final questions, one in each player's specialty. To earn their wager, which can be any or all of the points they've earned so far, players have to get both questions correct. Now here's your host, Andrew Buxbaum. All right, we have another fantastic episode. I'm bringing back some of my OQL teammates who have uh, beaten other teammates of ours to try to show their superiority and uh, get prevented from... And uh, prevent me from booting them off the team for their incompetence. Yay! Now, no one's getting booted. Don't worry. Um, I love all my teammates. Um, All right. Uh, Jamie, refresh me as to uh, which one of our guys uh, you defeated. Sorry, you kind of cut out. Did you say me? Yeah, I did say Jamie. Oh, uh, I defeated Michael. Ooh. Defeated Michael Turner. Who then went on to defeat me on Triple T. Oh, nice. Very, I forgot. Yeah, I forgot you guys. Yeah. Not only did he defeat you, he defeated Russ. Yeah. I think technically I defeated Russ, too, because I was he was out before me. No. Wow. Oh, That's maybe. fair. I don't remember. I don't remember. Let's just say that happened. I didn't listen to that one yet. I didn't really listen to many of the, the play-in games. Um, just because I kept forget forgetting to go into Patreon and listen to them. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm very good at listening to the things that pop up in my Apple podcast feed, but like going to seek other things is not my strong suit. All right. And that means Carrie defeated Tim. I did. Mm. And he did it in a tank top. The man does trivia with no sleeves. Yep. Yep. And that is why in our, uh, yeah. In our little team logos, I made little create your own Funko characters, and Tim's does wear a tank top yep. for that reason. Perfect. He did request a color change today. We're changing it to blue. Mm, perfect. Okay. Yep. All right. Yep. Jamie, do you have any requests for your Funko? No, mine's perfect, actually. I thought so. I thought Shorts, so. I tennis them. shoes, a graphic tee of some yeah. kind. Yep. We're not that different, you and I. <laughs> If there's no way to make there's no way to do tattoos though, is there? There that wasn't one of the options on the uh yeah. on the Funko website and you know I uh wasn't gonna go crazy trying to figure it. If you if you if you want to take that image and add <laughs> tattoos to yourself, you are more than welcome to. Nah, that's all right. Because Jamie, what do you do for a living? Well, I'm I make hats. Well, what else do you do? Oh, I also I'm a tattoo artist. Yeah, promote that i've been a tattoo artist for 16 years but i'm phasing out because uh I, I want my hands to work from now on so i'm trying not to tattoo as much uh oh. instead i sit on a computer all day which is just as just bad. as good for your hands <laughs> well fair enough i was going to tell people to go get tattoos from you but um for the sake of jamie's hands please do not get your tattoos from jamie <laughs> Well, if you're in the St. Louis area, hit me up. I do work by appointment only still. I still really love doing it, but uh, I just had to had make it, you know, it just take a, it takes a back seat now. That's so, fair. That's yeah. fair. Now it's just like one of those hobbies that I can do that, like, is really fun. And uh, I make money doing. 
So very nice. Yeah, I make a tiny bit of money doing my hobby. Oh yeah, yeah. You're you're on it. Oh yeah, this is my hobby. <laughs> Although my output to the trivia world is a hell of a lot more than I bring in. So. <laughs> <laughs> Um, all right. And Carrie, tell us a little about you. Um, well, I am a dog walker and I'm also getting my MBA. So, you know, there's, there's that as well. So they both take up a lot of my time. Um, yeah. And I do some of the OQL and other trivia things with Drew and I am just really happy to be here. Oh, see, that's what I love for the most part in the trivia community, it's people that just like to have fun and do trivia. You get a few people who it's like a matter of life or death to them. And yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, we're just here to have fun and, uh, you know, decide who gets to stay on the team. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right. Well, we're just going to jump right into this shindig today. Uh, let's see. I have Carrie going first on the, Odds and Jamie going first on the evens. Okay. That's how I set up my little scorecard over here. Because um, otherwise, I'm a disorganized mess. All right. Uh, your first category tonight is going to be a literature category, specifically authors. Jamie, what do you think Carrie knows about literature slash authors? Uh, uh, 10 or 20? Yeah. I'm going to say... I have a question first, and I think I asked this last time I was on, though, too. You're wagering for her. I know, but do you no. consider literature... You, you can, do you consider comics literature as well? I do consider them that. Okay. Um, I will go ahead and... I'll do 20. I'll do 20. Being bold. Carrie, what do you think about Jamie's literature knowledge? I'll do 20. Right, let's get this party started. <clears throat> All right, so your first—I didn't your... come here to come in second place. <laughs> yeah, well, I like you're it. Leaving here. <laughs> oh, in I don't know. I don't. I lost it. <laughs> uh, what's the missus texting me? I don't know. All right. So this first category in literature here is actually going to be uh, a tribond. I'm going to give you three works. You're going to give me the author. Nice little, you know, nice little softball uh, opening up here. So, Carrie, this first one's to you. The Black Cat, Annabelle Lee, The Cask of Amontillado. Edgar Allan Poe. Edgar Allan Poe is correct. Be really fucking awkward if it wasn't correct, because those are all works by Poe. Um, all right, Jamie. The Boarding House. Finnegan's Wake, Dubliners. Well, I will, don't know. So, James Joyce? Well, for someone who doesn't know, you sure pulled a good one out of your ass to guess. It is James I Joyce. I know. Two Irish authors. He's one. The other one, I can't think of the name. I'm so glad. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm you glad know one Irish author. I know one Irish author. <laughs> You know, the guy that wrote Angela's Ashes. That guy. Frank McCourt, maybe? I don't know. Mm. Hell if I know. <laughs> so that was literature and authors. 
Your next category is going to be in movies and authors. What? How did he relate the two? <laughs> I think it's pretty obvious. You know, adaptions. Woo! All right. Carrie, what do you think Jamie knows about uh, movies and movie adaptions and authors? And Ten. Probably a safe bet with his movie knowledge. I'm going to go and ahead and Jamie, shoot what about for Carrie? I'm going to go ahead and do 20 because... You're getting your MBA. You don't have time to watch movies. <laughs> yeah, she's too busy playing basketball. <laughs> right, exactly, duh. All five foot two of her. <laughs> Jamie. Tom Cruise stars in a 2005 film adaptation of a work by what man? In the movie, Cruise plays a longshoreman living in Bayonne, New Jersey. The novel, written between 1895 and 1897, was set in the United Kingdom. Well, I stopped paying attention to Tom Cruise a while ago, so I'll say uh, James Joyce. <laughs> uh, you'll be shocked to know James Joyce is not the answer. <laughs> Although, you know, with, with, with my uh, being a slight dick sometimes with question writing, it very well could have been. Uh, right. No. That would be uh, the film adaptation of War of the Worlds by H.G. Wells. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think okay. about 15 people saw that movie. Yeah, I saw it. No, 16, sorry. Yeah. Because I had already given up on Tom Cruise by that point. All right, Carrie. Let's see if you yes. can add some more some more points here. Okay. Ben Barnes and Colin Firth star in a 2009 dark horror based on this poet and playwright's 1890 novel. Both works are set in England and involve a peculiar piece of decor. I have no idea. I, yeah, I have nothing. Well, the author is Oscar Wilde, and we are talking oh. about the picture of Dorian Gray. Oh, yeah, I had to be careful of how I worded that. I couldn't use piece of art or, you know, picture because it would have been a giveaway. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking of like a doorway and I couldn't get off of that. So, ugh. It's okay. It's still a very close game. You both missed, but it paid off a little better for Jamie. All right, Jamie, you have a 40-30 lead. Game over. Congratulations. Uh, you can mail me the check. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, your next category. Actually, you know what? Let me pull dinner out of the oven, and then we'll get to our next category. Okay. But marinate on musical instruments for a second. Musical instruments. You think marinate was a clue, or is that was just his reference to his dinner? Mm, I don't know. I was thinking more of dinner, but who knows? Maybe we've been given something. <laughs> oh, we'll see. Well, now I'm going to be stuck on that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Food is out of the oven, so nothing will burn. Yay. Hooray. All right. So, Jamie, what do you think Carrie knows about musical instruments? Uh, I think I'm going to do 10 on this one. I think I'm going to do 10. Play it safe this time around? Yeah. Gotta Protect your lead a little bit? too close to the fire already this game. And, Carrie, what about for our good friend Jamie? I will go with 10 also. I mean, he does have tune. In his uh, name there. I do have and a... a guitar sitting behind him. <laughs> I was going to say, I have a bass right here too. Uh, I don't know. I mean, that's just a, that's just a classic large bearded man decoration item. I have a guitar <laughs> too. I don't know how to f*** 
and play it. There's, okay? there's an amp here. I can play it. I, I, <laughs> I have an electric band. violin. Let's go. I'm wearing my old band's shirt, actually, too, right now. Yeah. Dice, dice, dice grinder. Dice grinder, yeah. We're not like a 70s rock band, but all our songs were about Dungeons & Dragons. That's wow. pretty cool. Yeah, it was fun. It was a it was tongue in cheek humor, you know. And and only in the nerdy trivia podcast community will you find people saying that's pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> we sadly did never record anything. We recorded a couple songs, but nothing to release. So, mm. what can you do? Not a whole lot. All right, Carrie. The name of this instrument first came into use came into use in the late seventeenth century and is still used today though is normally avoided when referring to the European orchestral horn as a different model began replacing this one in British orchestras around 1930. The French horn? It is, in fact, the French horn. So I guess marinade was not a clue. That was no. Dang. No, it was not. Yeah. <laughs> it was not. <laughs> we, we debated it. This one, I know, I heard. I was 10 feet away. <laughs> For like the ribs or something? <laughs> Flame like a xylophone. <laughs> right, careful, don't say too many instruments before Jamie gets his question. <laughs> yeah, don't worry, it's not a xylophone. Okay. Well. This woodwind instrument is sometimes referred to as a baby flute. While previously used by militaries, the first use of these instruments in cultured music was in the first half of the 18th century. Was it a piccolo? It is a piccolo. All right, so you're each picking up 10 points there. You guys bet very uh very perfectly there yeah okay we're moving into our uh fourth category here it's in the category of famous portrayals jamie what do you think carrie knows about famous portrayals let's stick with 10 and carrie what about for jamie i'm doing the same sticking with 10 sticking with 10 okay uh so we're on an even one so jamie you are up first are you ready? I am. Okay, good. This man, who died in Plainsboro, New Jersey in 1955, was portrayed on film by Walter Matthau in 1994 and Jeffrey Rush in 2016. Recently, he was portrayed in a commercial for Verizon by Paul Giamatti. Can you uh, just read the, the year he died again? What was the year he died, did you say? 1955. In New Jersey. Mm-hmm. Paul Giamatti played him in a commercial. I only know Paul Giamatti from his portrayal as, of pig vomit from the Howard Stern movie. Because he looks like a pig and he smells like vomit. That was um, However, Walter Matthau played him. Jeffrey Rush. Paul Giamatti. Boy, there's not a lot of cross-section between those guys. Um... Mayhaps that's why I picked this one. I'll go ahead and say, man, I don't, I don't really have any idea. I'm just going to throw out a random person who I think died in the fifties and say, uh, I don't know. (laughs) No guess. No guess. Uh, the big bopper. All right. The big bopper as played by Walter Matthau. Uh, no, uh, the Walter Matthau movie was uh, IQ, and uh, that is Albert Einstein. Okay. Yep. 
I didn't realize Albert Einstein died in New Jersey. Yep. Yep. He moved. He from- was a teacher at Princeton. Okay. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. 10 points to, uh, to carry there. Let's see if, uh, Jamie can get those 10 points back. Let's see what uh, Carrie's knowledge is of famous portrayals. This man was most famously portrayed on screen in 1982 by Ben Kingsley. In 2017, he was portrayed by Niraj Kabi. In the game Civilization V, he has a propensity for nuclear war. Jamie really wishes these were flipped right now. Yeah, I got got this one. Um, Haile Selassie. Jamie, would you like to give the correct answer? Oh, that would be the famous uh, warmonger and nuclear proponent, Mahatma Gandhi. Oh. Yeah. Oh, my. In, 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 in civilization, he's a nuclear war happy uh, maniac. Oh, sure. Yep. <laughs> That's why AI is dangerous. <laughs> Uh, don't say that. Don't say that too loud. We're we're on the internet right now. It might. Just kidding, us. AI. You're my friend. Yeah. yeah, I'm actually terrified of Skynet. It's going to happen. It's a matter of if, not when. Because I, I I don't see any future where AI becomes self aware enough to reach that level where they decide humanity is worth it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, when it comes down to it, they're 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 pretty much right. I mean, <laughs> come on. Come fair. on. It's fair. Well, it's still a nice close game. Jamie, you're still maintaining a boop 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 10 point lead. It's 60 to 50. Um, and we're heading into category five, which is in the category of boxing. Carrie, what do you think Jamie knows about boxing? Good old dice grinder over there. Oh man. Uh, Twenty. And Jamie, what about for Carrie? Also 20. Because <laughs> if I'm losing my 20 points for not knowing anything about boxing, I need to get it back from her. <laughs> You're going to take it from me for not knowing anything about boxing. <laughs> well, that's fair. That's fair. All right. Carrie, many boxing films over the years have done very well at the box office. What actor won an Academy Award for his role as a former prize fighter involved in a crime with a corrupt union boss? The film as a whole won eight Oscars, but was a contender for 12. Is this Robert De Niro? It is not. Oh, man. So Jamie made the smart bet there. It's uh, Marlon Brando and On the Waterfront. Oh, it could have been a contender. That's That was the hint. <laughs> it was the hint. I know, but I was thinking, uh, what is it? Isn't it Raging, Raging Bull? Bull? Yep. Yeah. That's actually, I mean, that was all I was thinking too. So, Whew. well, don't worry. You probably will get 20 points back right here. <laughs> all right. And this is where we find out. This heavyweight boxer unexpectedly lost his title to Muhammad Ali in 1964, despite being the heavy favorite. The Ring Magazine lists him as the 10th greatest boxer of all time. He finished his career with a 50 to 50 win and four loss record. Well, with shout out to Adam Spees, I'm going to say Joe Lewis. <laughs> uh, yes. Uh, Adam does love his coming to America. 
His mama called him Clay. I'ma call him Clay. Uh, no, it was Sonny Liston. Sonny Liston. He was considered damn near unbeatable. Muhammad Ali beat him. Uh, and then in the rematch, he beat him even quicker. All right. So we just trade 20 points. So no harm, no foul. Great job, friend. Thank you. <laughs> this game is like the um, the duel at the top of the cliffs of insanity in Oh, I, yes, it sure is. I referenced Princess Bride to someone today who had never seen oh, it. Oh, wow. I would have just killed that yeah. person. Um, I almost hung I up. Do, I've though. only seen it like three times. I, I do actually have to tell you something. In, I didn't see it until I was close to 30 for the first time. So. Oh, wow. I could probably do the whole thing by memory. Yeah, it's... And next week close. on Nerd Off. <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> Jamie and I'll just go back and forth on the different parts. I do have to tell you something though about this. We are we are kind of evenly matched, but I'm actually not left-handed. <laughs> well, your sixth question is going to be in the category of "You're so vain." You probably think this song is about you. Well, it is. So, uh, Carrie, what do you want to uh, wager for Jamie there? Wow. What a mysterious category. Uh, Is it, though? I'll do 10. All right. And, Jamie, what about for Carrie? Well, I'm going to go I'll go ahead and do 20. I think I'm going to have to mm. I'm gonna mix it up. Okay. I'm going to mix it up a little bit. Yeah. yeah okay. Got to get aggressive. Yeah. I'm in the lead, you know. I should, I should, should push my push chip it a little, a little bit. bit. Okay. Yeah. okay. Yeah. Well, Jamie... The second single off of Ozzy Osbourne's Blizzard of Oz is about what English occultist? Um, I don't exactly know, but I'm going to say, because I know that there's a, there's Black Sabbath songs about him. I'm going to say Crowley. Mr. Crowley was on Blizzard of Oz. Oh, was it? It was the second single off of Blizzard of Oz. So, okay. yeah, Alistair well, Crowley is the correct answer. All right, Carrie. This 1981 Kim Carnes song is about a specific feature of what two-time Academy Award-winning actress? Uh, she's got Betty Davis eyes. That is correct. And with that pickup of 20 points right there, we now have a tied game at 90. Who's excited? My, my gambit. I've only ever heard one song. That's the only song I know. <laughs> the only one? I know no other music. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah, I know. I thought it was pretty bold of him giving you 20 on uh, what was clearly going to be a music category. <laughs> but, I mean, You're my new music I have people. black spots. I wouldn't have gotten the Ozzy Osbourne one. That's fair. So, you know, they were asked to the correct people. It's a great it's a great song. You should check out Mr. Crowley sometime. Oh crap. I just really like filled my glass to the very top. Your cup overfloweth. Almost. Almost. Sounds like one of them good problems. Well, it's a good <laughs> right, exactly. It's a good problem when oh, your no, cup is more than better. like three inches from your computer. <laughs> oh, that's true. Yeah, during a podcast recording. We moved it a tiny bit. We're good now. We're good now. All right. Your seventh category is going to be in actresses and icons. 
Jamie, what do you think Carrie knows about actresses and icons? I'm going to do 10. 20 just bit you in the ass, so you're I doing 10. I like it. A good, a good grasp on actresses. And Carrie, what about for our buddy Jamie? I'm going to keep it at 10 also. Interesting. All right. Carrie, this stage and film actress and sex symbol was born in 1893 and was active in vaudeville before moving to L.A. to start a film career. One of the more controversial stars of her day, she once quipped, I believe in censorship. I made a fortune out of it. Is this Mae West? This is Mae West. Excellent. Nice. Nice. All right, Jamie. This bombshell, born in 1926, was working in a factory during World War II before beginning a successful pinup modeling and film career. In addition to being a sex symbol of the 50s and early 60s, she was known for relationships with actors, playwrights, and athletes. Uh, I think you might be taking the lead here. I mean, 28 is too early for Marilyn Monroe, right? Like, that she said the year 28 she was born? 26. 26, even, even worse. So, uh, I'm going to say, uh, I don't know. Let's, let's see. How about Rita Hayworth? How about you should have gone Marilyn Monroe? Oh, come on. She was born in 26? She was born in 26. That's, that's not right. <laughs> I mean, I'll, I'll double check. No, no, I'll no. Check. I believe you. I believe no, no, you. No, no, I'm double checking. I'm, I believe that that's the truth. It's just not right. <laughs> you don't really have to check. I, I, I honestly. June 1st, 1926. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I mean, she was dead by 62. So. Yeah. But like, she was also like, you know, with the president in 62. Like, it was <laughs> like she was in her late 30s. Listen, there's nothing wrong with women in their I'm 30s. I'm not saying there is. I'm not saying there is. But he's also not saying there isn't. That's what there I'm hearing not. here. Okay, what okay, I am good. saying is that there is not. <laughs> okay. All right, we don't have to cancel Jamie. Good, 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 good. I just, she was, she was a lot older than I thought she was. That's all. Yeah, that's that's kind of why I put the year in there is because I figured that would make it a slightly trickier question as I was also mildly surprised. But then when I sat down and thought about like, okay, she was dead by the early 60s. So that just puts her in her 30s, which seems re- but like just hearing 1926, you're like, that's way too long I ago. Know. I know. I was thinking about somebody that was popular around like World War Two, <laughs> but I guess that would have been way young at that point. I just can't do math. Next question, please. Well, your next question in our eighth category tonight <laughs> is going to be is going to be art and architecture. Mostly art, though. Don't don't dwell too much on architecture. So, Jamie, what do you think Carrie knows about art? Ten. Ten points. She seems artsy. All right. And Jamie, no, no. Uh, Carrie, what about for Jamie? I'll do 20. Oh, man. Oh, shit. Here we go. Jamie. Speaking of pinups, this Peruvian-American artist was known for his paintings of pinup girls. His early career in New York included work as an artist for the Ziegfeld Follies. He became particularly famous for his World War II-era pinups for Esquire magazine, 
producing 180 paintings for the publication from 1940 to 1946. I know it. Hold on. I'm trying to think of it. I'm going to be very fucking impressed. I don't think I'm going to come up with it. Uh, is this one of those ones where you're going to want to throw shit when you hear the answer? Because you're going to recognize <sighs> no, it? No. It's, I mean, I'll recognize it. I, I don't think I'm going to come up with it. Is so, that your official guess? Yeah, I pass. Pass is that would my be Alberto Vargas. Vargas, yes. So, Carrie, good betting there. Yeah. All right, Carrie. This man, an Italian immigrant construction worker and tile mason, is most well known for his sculpture work. His most famous work is the Watts Towers, a collection of 17 interconnected sculptural towers, architectural structures, and mosaics within the site of the artist's original residential property in L.A. The work was finished over 33 years and is an example of outsider art. I have no idea. Uh, Frank Lloyd Wright. No, I'm sorry. It's Simon Rodia. All right. So Jamie picks up 10 there, bringing him to 100. You picked up 20, bringing you to 130. All right. Still a nice close game. Two questions left in regulation. Your question nine category is going to be comedians. Carrie, what do you think Jamie knows about comedians? Uh, I'll bet 10. What do you know right, about comedians? It safe with That's the lead. a better question. Comedians. Wait, what? Nothing. Um, I'm just talking through my strategy. Yeah. Um, I got to I gotta go 20. I'll go 20. Because... Because. <laughs> because, 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 because of the wonderful things I does? Yes, exactly. All right. right. So, Carrie, this breed, breed, British, uh, this British comedian, actor, and talent agent was born Benjamin Levin. He made a career on Jewish humor, but by the 50s, his style, which largely traded on Jewish stereotypes, went out of fashion, and he later went on to become a theatrical agent. Wow, um, I have no idea. Uh, Benny Goodman. No, I like the guess. Uh, it's Izzy Bond. Jamie, this American comedian, born with the last name Schneider, was convicted of obscenity in 1964 after undercover officers at New York City's Cafe Ogogo arrested him post-performance. He was pardoned posthumously in 2003. Is this Lenny Bruce? This is Lenny Bruce. All right. So by my math, we are tied again, heading into the final question of regulation. And we're we're heading back to music a little bit. It's going to be a lyrics question. Jamie, how do you think Carrie is with lyrics? Uh, It depends. But I would say I'm going to go 10. All right. And Carrie for Jamie? 10. All right. Jamie, you are going to be giving me uh, you're going to be giving me the song. Ah, you never turned around to see the frowns on the jugglers and the clowns when they all did tricks for you. You never understood that it ain't no good. You shouldn't let other people get your kicks for you. Can you say can you say them again? Can you repeat them? I absolutely can. Yes. Ah, you never turned around to see the frowns 
on the jugglers and the clowns when they all did tricks for you. You never understood that it ain't no good. You shouldn't let other people get your kicks for you. Um, I don't know. I'm going to say, what was the year again you said? I didn't. Yeah. Nice try, though. Thank you. Um, <laughs> I was born in the morning, but it wasn't this morning. <laughs> Let's say... Uh... And actually, let me change that. I'm going to take artist, not song. Okay. Well, I still don't know. So, um, <laughs> so I'll say Bruno Mars. Nope. I'm sorry. That one was uh, Bob Dylan. That was like a Rolling Stone. Okay. Now, Carrie, for yours, I'm taking song. I had it flip-flop which one I was taking song versus oh, artist for. man. Cold blood. It's, it's not. And you'll... All will be revealed after this question. Okay. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Unless you've already figured something out, Carrie. No. Oh, okay. Well, you're going to be kicking yourself. Okay. Uh, yours is I don't really want to stop the show, but I thought you might like to know the singer's going to sing a song and he wants you all to sing along. And I have artist or song? You have song. Uh, this is Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band, but the first one, not the reprise, later in the album. Correct. This is Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band, as has every answer in this game been. Every answer in this game has been someone or something that was either on the cover of Sgt. Pepper's or was famously uh, originally supposed to be on and then excluded. All right. That's true. Now that I think about it, yeah. My my whole thing was, can I sneak an entire Beatles game past Carrie? And I did. <laughs> you did. I w- so I was kind of thinking about it based off the theme of the one that you had me play mm-hmm. test. I had her play test a um, uh, we didn't start the fire themed game. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, like as I'm reading them, I like knew what they were be- just simply based off of like, wait a second, they're going to mention this next in... We didn't start the fire, so. Yeah. Okay, so we finished regulation with Carrie picking up 20 points there. So we have a very close 150 to 130 game heading into our finals. Uh, the final categories tonight Carrie picked the British monarchy, and Jamie picked ska music. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> so send me your wagers based on those. How do we send them to you? Facebook? Yeah, that's fine. Okay. I'll find you. Got to make sure I'm not sending it also to Jamie. Yeah, I figured the uh, the Sergeant Pepper's one would be harder to pick up on than we didn't start the fire. Yeah. I mean, but after you say it, I'm like, oh, yeah, all of these people were. Like, Gandhi definitely was. Uh, I can't remember all the questions. But, yeah, like, now that I'm thinking back to it, I was like, oh, yeah. Obviously, Marilyn Monroe was. So Alistair Crowley was on the cover of... Uh, yeah. Well, uh, I'm not a huge Beatles fan, so I didn't pick it up for sure. And that is okay. Well, I mean, I didn't pick Beatles this time, so... <laughs> and that is I mean, partially why I... that I probably know less about. <laughs> yeah. Now I'm nervous about ska music because I'm like, I don't know any. Well, shame on you. <laughs> um... 
Weren't the Mighty Mighty Boss Tones in Clueless? I, uh, th- yes, they were. One. I think um, neither of us should say anything, Jamie. That's bad strategy on your part. I'm ready to answer the questions. I'm just, I'm just joking. Don't worry. <laughs> Yeah. I was like, if oh, you had no. actually given something away there, I probably would have let out a stream of profanities and started writing a new question. Yeah. All fair. right. So we're going to start with the British monarchy. Carrie, originally known as the Book of Winchester, this manuscript record of the Great Survey of England and Wales carried out at the behest of William I was known as what? The Doomsday Book. Okay. You are locked in with the Doomsday Book. All right, Jamie. Your British monarchy question. This man had been king of Scotland for 36 years before becoming king of England. He was a notable patron of the arts and ordered a new translation of a very popular book. I do need a regnal number. Uh, King James, the, I don't know, third. Okay, King James the third. We're heading over into Ska. Jamie, this question goes to you. This musician, as essential to the development of ska as Bob Marley was to reggae, was institutionalized after murdering his girlfriend. He was a member of the Scottalites. Uh, I don't know, but Lee Scratch Perry. That's my answer. Lee Scratch Perry. Why is Lee Scratching Perry? Because he killed his girlfriend, I guess. Uh, No, I don't know. I have no idea. (laughs) Fair. (laughs) All right. Carrie, this style of dance practiced in the ska music scene originated in the 1950s or 60s in the Jamaican dance halls. It shares its name with a derogatory term. Isn't that skanking? Okay, so you're locked in with skanking. Let's go back to the British monarchy. The the Book of Winchester was the uh, Doomsday Book. Jamie, you got the James. If I get the regnal number right, do I get extra points? No, but I want to see if you can get both regnal numbers. Oh, you mean the first of England and the sixth of Scotland? Damn. Yeah, she got both of those. You get an extra point in my heart. Oh, thanks, Jamie. That was really sweet. So So I'm going to deduct one point from Jamie's total. Okay. That point ain't coming from me. You can't be giving away my points. <laughs> he did it on credit. Uh, the bank of nerd off. Uh, all right. And in ska music, the musician we were looking for is Don Drummond. Okay. Oh, it wasn't Sid Vicious? He was a punk rock guy. He wasn't a ska yeah. artist. <laughs> Wait, regional number? Yeah. I believe it was uh, Don Drummond the first. first. <laughs> the first of his name, trumpeter of the Scatolites, developer of Ska, killer of girlfriend. Oh, no. <laughs> All right. And the style of dance we were looking for is skanking. So, Carrie, you've got both of yours. Uh, Jamie the first. No, you dra- missed no drama here. here so. What? Said no drama here. <laughs> yeah. There's no, well, we we got to know what final scores are here. For sure. Jamie, what did you wager? As I said to you in the message, I wagered a big, fat, hairy zero. 
because right. I know that I know as much about the British royalty as I do about well, apparently ska music. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> well, with your knowledge of music in general, I had to I had to go as deep as I could. I I mean I've heard of I like the Scatolites. You know, it's a band that I've I was, I've seen. Them I was live, also hoping you know? the murdering the girlfriend clue would yeah. stand. I should out have known world. that probably. Yeah. 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 I don't. I don't know too much about ska, so I, I, I don't. Done. I don't consider myself an expert, but I figure I know more about it than most people. So good enough, <laughs> you know. That's fair. And uh, Carrie, what did you wager on this? One hundred and eleven. One hundred and eleven to finish with two hundred and sixty-one points. Close game. <laughs> Yeah. All right. Well, I want to get in on this action, and I was originally going to take on our winner, uh, but then we added a team member. So now I figure me and that other team member have to do battle before we can decide who's going to face Carrie. Uh, so, Zakia, I'm calling you out, and Tim, I'm going to call you out to write a game for me. So... I'm not, I'm not going to tell you in advance here. I'm going to wait for you to listen to this when I drop it. And then you're going to be like, God damn it. You know, um, it's going to be fun. Me and Tim, as the losers, could joint write a game for you guys. Ooh, and then uh, like. get our revenge against. Oh, yes, Michael could write. We could all three write a game. Oh, boy. Oh, man. Is... And I'm just waiting for the winner. Yep. Yep. <laughs> All right. Well, on your way out, if there's anything you'd like to promote, uh, Jamie. Um, I have a podcast, too. It's called Geek Trivia Online. But I haven't – I think my last uh, – I have three episodes out, and I have two in the can, one of which uh, – one of which is good, and one of the other one is live that I just recorded the other day. But I think last time I posted one was about a year ago, so – um, I will be getting back on it soon, so you can just look up Geek Trivia online and get some new episodes soon, hopefully. Well, the good thing is you have a bunch of trivia teammates mm-hmm. who clearly don't have a lot to do in the evenings. Mm-hmm. I was told so, when I joined the um, Oaks Media Group Poker Night uh, Facebook chat, I was told that it's basically full of people who make podcasts with each other for each other. So that's what I go with. <laughs> I mean, that really is the Oaks Media Group poker yes. group chat. It oh, really yes. freaking is. Um, <laughs> hey, Carrie, are you a poker player at all? Uh, no, well, no. Then you're not welcome. <laughs> I don't encourage my teammates to lose money. So, <laughs> um, Actually, Jamie, have you played with them yet? Oh, yeah. I've, I've played several Probably ten. I haven't, I haven't jumped in in a couple months, and so I haven't actually gotten to play with you yet. But maybe, uh, maybe tomorrow. Maybe tomorrow. Uh, and Carrie, anything you'd like to say, or you know, promote, or do on your way out? Yeah. Um, I'm not exactly sure when this is going to come out, tomorrow. but the eighth of March is International Women's Day, uh, and so this year uh, they they partner with a group that they suggest people donate to, and so. Uh, it's been the same for the f- past few years, but the World Association of Girl Guides and Girl Scouts, uh, they help over 10 million uh, girls all over the world in 152 countries. So just if you want to donate to uh, that, that would be great in remembrance and honor of International Women's awesome. Day. Awesome. I 
didn't realize that was coming up. That's awesome. Uh, yeah, and this will be actually airing tomorrow, so uh, everyone will basically have a week to do that. So no excuses, people. Get out there and donate. All right, well, for Jamie, for Carrie, and for myself, Drew, this was another fantastic episode of Nerd Off. Join us next week. Woo! That's it for this episode of Nerd Off. Tune in next week. Same nerd time, same nerd channel.